Hello, I'm Gary Shotton, and I'm here as a part of Inspiring Better Business, IBB Talks. We're always faced with particular problems in life, and this is the problem I would address today. When there's a decision to make, a major decision, there probably is some risk. And we're going to talk about risk management. How do I manage that risk and hopefully come across through life uh, learning how to manage risk in a good way. Well, first of all, we do have a lot of choices, but again, there's only a few really big choices that we face. I'm going to carry some of those and exp explain them later, but in summary, I had to decide as a Christian whether to give up my good job and move 1,200 miles away to go to Bible school. There's some risk. That's a problem. I had to decide after 17 years of owning a business, whether I should sell that business, my first business. That's a problem. There's some risk. Six years later, I had and decided to buy a business. Wow. I'll explain more about that. So each one of these times, there's some risk of failure. I think it's well said by one individual that um, there's, uh, there's a difference between risk and risky. You could imagine that you're driving down the road with your hands on uh, the wheel, and I'll just give my example of driving in Dallas traffic at 7.30 in the morning, bumper to bumper, uh, three lanes, four lanes on my side, that would be a six lane, eight lane uh, uh, highway, and this was quite a few years ago. And I have my radio turned off, nobody's talking to me, my hands gripped to the steering wheel, I'm managing this as a, a agreeable risk. Now other people were more comfortable, but I was in essence a risk. But I looked to my left and here's a individual riding a motorcycle. Now we're going about 65, 70 miles an hour. And I guess he didn't think it was risky enough. So he pops at 65 to 70 miles an hour. He just accelerates and takes his mo motorcycle to only one wheel and goes for about a quarter of a mile and drops it down goes a little while again. I guess he was bored. He kicked it again, went to one wheel. And I said, you know, that guy is risky. I would, I'm just holding my own in this, in this lanes of traffic. He's at risk. I, I'm at risk. He's at risky. So we're going to talk about some things you might do when you're facing these big decisions. And these are just suggestions. Number one, get the facts. You know, a lot of times we're pushed into something without knowing all the facts and dig deep, research to get the facts. And, and when you're getting the facts, make sure they're from reliable sources, not just other people's opinion. What do I mean? Well, I had somebody that was considering selling a house that they had and it needed a lot of repair. And they got several people to say, oh, it's worth this amount of money. But I said, you know, were they willing to buy it for that? Oh, no, they wouldn't buy it for that. Well, then that's not really a fair price because the fact is they're just giving your opinion. They're not in the market. They don't know anything about that. They're making you feel good. So get the facts from reliable sources that you have some confidence in and you have the ability, if you don't know, under, how, know how to understand and read your financial statements, you need to practice that and learn that anyway. And you better learn small before you get big because that's one of the factors in most business decisions. Number two, if this doesn't work out, what's the alternative? What would happen? How 
what would be my way out? How could I bail myself out? Because not everything's guaranteed. I mean, it's not much of a risk if it's a slam dunk. So it's fair to ask, what's my alternatives if this doesn't work out? Number three, maybe you should delay the decision as long as possible. I had a situation where I had a deadline. It was Friday afternoon at five o'clock. I didn't feel comfortable. It was a major, major decision. I said, you know, I'll lose that contract. I am not making an agreement at that point. If it's there on Monday, it's there on Monday. If it's not there on Monday, I'm okay because I'm not pushed into making a decision until I'm ready. Now, there's also a hypothetical story here that goes like this. Uh, a reporter was interviewing a very successful individual, and as most successful individuals are, they didn't talk a lot. So the reporter was very flustered and a little bit perturbed, maybe, because he kept asking these questions, and the individual with wealth uh, just would not get any answers. And finally he said, well, tell me, how did you become success so successful? And the re successful rich man said, good choices. Oh, this reporter was so frustrated. What do you mean? Two words, good choices? And then he said, the reporter asked, well, how do you make good choices? And the successful man said, bad choices. Well, that's pretty well that sums it up. You know, less is more. You learn a lot by the mistakes you make and just don't make such a big mistake that you're going to regret it. Now, on delaying the decisions, don't wait too long. If you've done your research and you know what's right, if you stall beyond a point and it was a good deal, somebody else is going to take it. I don't know how many times I said, eh, I knew about that. I saw that six weeks ago, six months ago. I should have investigated that and then I'll see somebody else did it. Very similar to what I was wanting to do. It's okay. There's another chance. Now on the spiritual side, here's where the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God could come and help. You know, we're not calling upon the Spirit of God to direct me on what shirt to wear and what shoes to wear. I mean, there's a lot of life that's just your choice. And where we want the Spirit of God to come into the picture is when we have these risky or potentially risk tolerance kind of risk management questions. Should I do this? Because this could make a long lasting effect on me and my family. And so it's fair to say that you want to do your research. One person did it this, said it this way. If you combine the natural plus the supernatural, you have the potential for a great power, like an explosion. Natural plus supernatural makes the difference. Let me give three quick examples in my life. I alluded to them. I had my first job out of college. I'm a young guy. I worked uh, nine and a half years. I have a good paycheck. I have a company vehicle. And yet I could see that um, at the end of life, I really didn't want to expend the entire life working for a large oil company. I could see some personal pitfalls. It wasn't for me. But I had a risk. I had a choice. To give up this job, actually I asked for and received what would be called a leave of absence to move 1,200 miles away for a year to attend Bible school. And for me, that was a calculated risk.
for someone else, they'd say, that's totally stupid. That's risky because I had three small children. I had no guarantee of income. I had in, I had uh, uh, tuition to pay at the school. I was not calling upon my parents to support me. I had rent to pay, my house payment to pay. I had a lot of things facing me, but for me, it was the right risk. Number two, after Bible school at the end, the second year, I had already started moving people, that's furniture, using a, a small trucks, and I decided this would be a good avenue to travel, even though it was hard work, to enter into a, my first business, a moving and storage with trucks, furniture, employees, uh, that kind of thing. Well, after 17 years, we're kind of settled in. It wasn't a, a, a bundle of joy every day. I'll tell you, it was tough. By the way, the tougher it is, the more you'll learn. But I had a risk then of deciding to sell that and decide what I would do next with no notable income except rental income from a property. My last one, and I know there's more coming, at age 55, I had felt the Lord leading for me to buy a rather large company with 41 employees. This, by most people, would consider risky. But I settled in on it over a long period of time, studied, got my facts, got the information, gained peace with the Spirit of God leading me, and with virtually no money down, almost literally 100% of the money borrowed money, I bought a two and three quarter million dollar project with 41 employees, and I'd never been in a machine shop. That's the business I purchased but the one I had been in one time because I knew the business side, not the technical side. Most people say that was very risky. For me, that was risk, managed risk. And I believe that you'll end and go down the path of life happy. My one friend said one of the repeatable things he noticed as he interviewed older people, many felt and regret when they were younger in life, they had not taken more risk. I hope these are helpful. Blessings to you. Thanks for being a part of Inspiring Better Business.